This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. In his book, Blink, The Power of Thinking Without Thinking, fellow podcaster Malcolm Gladwell says, Pepsi is sweeter than Coke, so right away it has a big advantage in sip test. I don't know if that's true. So today, Nicole and I are doing a blind taste test to find out, can you really tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke? This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Handizade. And Nicole, today we are solving an, an age-old debate. Okay, uh, let's just go ahead and throw in a wild card, RC Cola. We can't. We already bought the Pepsis and but Cokes. We don't have any RC, RC Cola. Cola. <laughs> RC Cola, that's any any drink that has the price of it printed on the label. Shasta! So like, Shasta! Like, Shasta does that. RC Cola does that. It'll be like 99 cents. It's like, man, they are not planning for inflation on this. Of course not. Like Arizona iced tea. They've made uh, an entire just brand. I was never an Arizona iced tea. You were never. An, never. No. This is the first time our upbringings have like differed. Really? No. I hate, I'm not a big fan of like sugary drinks. Oh, give me the mucho mango. So I'm not a big fan of like sugary iced teas. Well, they did uh, a good one where it was half unsweetened iced tea oh. and then half just like corn syrup liquid. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so it only had half the sugar. But okay. they call it like passion fruit tea. But mm. anyways, point is. What are, what are we doing today? <laughs> we, okay, we are doing a blind taste test between Pepsi and Coke because you think you can tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke blind. Of course I can. Of course you. Why are you so confident? I am a super taster, <laughs> uh, which actually doesn't mean anything. Let's be honest. People say like super tasters have like 25% more uh, flavor receptors That's on their taste That's one buds. of those useless yeah. stats. Um, I don't believe in that at all. I just think, I don't know. I think I have a very experienced palate and I can taste nuances in things. And I just, I think I can. And now I'm going to see if it's actually true or not. What nuances do you think you can taste? Like, give me your logic behind why you think you can taste the difference. I th- well, I think Pepsi has a little bit of a sweet metallic-y taste, while Coke has more of a of a just, like, Coke is, like, I can taste Coke and know it's Coke. Because it's the standard. Yeah, Coke is the standard. Pepsi has that sweet metallic-y, almost, little bit, little bit acidic flavor that, like, I'm just like, this is off. 
Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I don't believe that I can tell the difference. But that said, I've always had a fear of being put through blind taste tests because I'm really? afraid that I'll get exposed as a fraud. Oh, no, I don't think. Listen, we need to go into this with like confidence and understanding mm-hmm. that like this isn't going to discredit us as no. as a amazing culinary professional. If we say this isn't going to discredit us before we do anything stupid, then we can never be discredited. <laughs> That's such a brilliant hack. Nicole. Thank you for thinking of that. No problem. I do that all the time. I always cover my bases beforehand. But we did do this one thing that gave me some confidence in my tasting ability. It was uh, an episode I did with Shane top from Smosh. It was like a GMM more where it was a blindfolded yes. ice cube taste. Or it wasn't blindfolded, but it was an ice cube taste test. That was test. like my first week here and like mm-hmm. you weren't allowed to know anything and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing, but okay. And I smoked it. Yeah, I, so I was calling out the specific flavors of Gatorade. Yeah. I called prune juice. I called yeah. Worcestershire. And so I, I'm a little bit confident in this. So you mentioned Pepsi has a more acidic taste. I do believe that to be true. And that kind of goes back into the history and mm-hmm. lore of Pepsi. So Pepsi okay. was started like seven years after Coke started, essentially. It seemed like they were kind of biting off the same – they were biting off the Coke wave. Does it have to do with like Pepsid or like like easing your tummy or something? It So all of these drinks back then, right? They were – these are just all medicines. Right? They're all yeah. tonics. I knew they were they were medicines, but I was yeah. just wondering like what sort of – like was it an analgesic? 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 How do I say that we word? We got to bleep anal and analgesic. Yeah, analgesic. <laughs> A pain reliever. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, was it like an antidepressant? Was it like for stomach pain? Like, what was it used for? So it it was just advertised as like generic, like make you feel good drink. But you hit it on the head with Pepsi is short for pepsin, which is (gasps) an enzyme in your stomach that helps reduce food. However, there was never any pepsin in it. Interesting. So this dude, uh, what, what's the what's the what's the guy? Uh, what's the guy? We we have the info Caleb here. Caleb Davis Bradham. <laughs> Bradham. Bradham. Caleb Davis Bradham. So he started this in 1893. Uh, Coke famously comes out in 1886, and by that time there were a ton of different you know tonics, sodas mm-hmm. being sold. Like I mean, Dr Pepper, right? He's literally advertising himself as a doctor. And then John Pemberton <laughs> was an actual medical doctor who, who founded Coca-Cola. But oh, in, wow. come, in comes Caleb Davis Bradham, who has this drink that he's calling Brad's drink that was actually, it, it, there was no cola in it at the time. It was just sugar, water, caramel, lemon oil, nutmeg, and like some other natural flavorings. Interesting. But apparently there was never any pepsin in it, even though that's what he was sort of advertising on the name. But back then they were like, you couldn't advertise a soda without putting the name of a drug, illegal or medical in it. Yeah. My question is, you know, uh, it looks like John Pemberton was a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is, are these like the old timey pharmacies that had like soda jerks and stuff like that? Or is that like af- before that time? I- I'm pretty sure they yeah, did. Like okay. all this stuff was sort of linked together. Like you'd yeah. go to the pharmacy to get your medical grade cocaine back get, in 1890. Get your egg creams. Kids, come get your egg creams. Get your egg creams and cocaine down to the pharmacy. <laughs> so or you meet your best gal. So why, why do people say that there were coca leaves? There were. In the, there in were. the original Coca-Cola, okay. like that literally. So it, Coca-Cola was a uh, an, basically a headache cure, right? It was an it analgesic. Was. Okay. And um, stimulants cure headaches. Mm-hmm. So they used extract from the coca plant, which obviously cocaine is is based off of, and that is a stimulant. If I am remembering my sixth grade drug classifications correctly, <laughs> that we learned about. There. Bar- what is a barbiturate? I have no a idea. A barbiturate? We learned about it. I think in it's like, a downer. I was like 11 years old. Yeah, barbiturates about, are downers. They're like, people will offer you barbiturates. And I was <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, and the kola nut, which is, it has natural caffeine in it okay. um, from, you know, uh, uh, Africa and uh, also has a really delightful flavor to it. But- <gasps> Coca-Cola? Yeah, it's literally like, oh did you never know God. that? Are you pulling my leg right now? No, I had no just... I, I found out right now that coca plant cola nut 
Coca-Cola. But you knew of those two things individually. You I never did, put it together. Yes, I of course. I knew both of those things existed. I just had no idea that that's the name of the drink that contains those two. Because we just know Coca-Cola is the thing that everyone drinks yeah, all trademark. the time. It's, it's a, a trademark. It's a trademark. I never thought of it as like having like a purpose, like the name having a purpose. Yeah, so that's what it was. So, they, <laughs> so they're so two. stupid. Like if you think about Excedrin, right? The, the headache reliever yeah. drug. It's literally just like some sort of pain reliever and then uh, caffeine in it. Wow. Because caffeine cures headaches. And so that's what all this stuff was about. So Pepsi had added cola to the name in 1898, about a decade after Coca-Cola blew up. Okay. But the things that they left in there, he had lemon oil in that original drink. Mm. So if you look at the label on Coke and Pepsi, the only real difference is that Coke has phosphoric acid, Pepsi has phosphoric acid and citric acid. Interesting. So that's the acid that we taste. That, that yeah. So you say, yeah, you taste an extra lemony bite. Oh, my gosh. I, I This is the first time I've looked at the label. Like, yeah. Ever. But also to counter that acid, in Coke, you have uh, you have high fructose corn syrup. Yeah. And then Pepsi, you have high fructose corn syrup and extra sugar added. Correct. Who knows how that actually plays out in taste? You're saying. See, I told you I can taste that it's sweeter and I can taste that it's more acidic. But do you and th- I didn't even know that. Do you think most people can, though? No, I'm special. <laughs> I'm the special one. I told you this already. You are special. You're very special. <laughs> I, the reason yeah. I really wanted to do this and to see if I could do it is because so many people, you'll ask them what the difference is, and they'll go like, Pepsi's less fizzy. And it's like, that all depends on the level of fizz at <laughs> yeah. the soda machine at the Cracker Barrel. That has nothing to do. They're all like, that's not a real thing. Yeah. Um, but that said, it could be the extra sugar that's making it be perceived as totally. So there are slight, slight differences. I don't think most people can taste them, but- do you want to do this thing? Right now? Do you want to do it right now? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a blindfold? What? Do you have a blindfold? I was going to have you close your eyes. I don't think we need to. Oh, man. Do you wanna, what, what do you want I me to, wanted a blindfold. We have wanna... like a cactus over there. Do you want to hold that over your eyes? <laughs> just put them in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I can do it. Yeah, I can close my eyes. What we have here, Nicole's eyes are closed. I have three cups in front of me, and I have various amounts of Pepsi and Coca-Cola. I'm going to put... Two of one of the drinks into two of the cups and then one of the other drink. Nicole, I will shift them around. I will keep track of them in my mind and you will taste them and tell me what your answer is. Okay, just so you know, we're surrounded by a lot of equipment. So just be careful and don't spill any liquids. Oh, God. (laughs) Do not spill any liquids. Hold on, Nicole. I'm pouring. I'm pouring. I'm pouring. I'm so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared. But I think I'm going to be scared. You're going to do good. No, why would I be scared? I'm going to do so good. I have, I contain multitudes. Maggie, did you know that? <laughs> okay. Okay, my hands are here. Nicole, you know? I have put the first drink in your hand. Okay. Do I drink it? Yeah, smell it, drink it, do whatever you want to do. She is smelling the glass. I drink? She's kind of, <laughs> you drink it? Yeah, what, what are you waiting for? Okay. May I have the other one, please? Oh, yes. actually, can I have a palate cleanser? Oh yeah, we have um, water. Uh, water. Do you want? Do you want me to put your water in your hands? Yeah, I'll take the water. Do you have any initial thoughts on what that might have been? Nope, I uh, I do not. Josh, do not. Josh, what? put it here. Put it here. <laughs> what do you mean? And and let me grasp it. You put it on top. <laughs> it's the of The last my day hand. they let us record. You put it on top food. of my darn hand. Like Be an athlete. You don't have any guesses on what that is. You're, you're establishing a baseline no, right now. No, yes. I'm establ- okay, okay. I mean, I had an idea when I smelled it. I smelled it like this is Pepsi. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's true. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. I'm ready for the next one. Do you see how my hand is in I a cup? I see how your hand... I'm bumping your microphone. Megan, your sound level's still good. <laughs> it's going horribly. <laughs> I think I, we didn't even tell, like, Megan, our producer, that we were doing this. You should have just fed me, dude. Uh, I just walk in and go, Megan, I need six cups. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they both smell the same. Okay. How do they both taste? 
Like cola. <laughs> Your eyes closed just taking alternate chugs back and forth from cola in the morning is hilarious to me. What time is it? I have no idea. I don't know. I, hold on. Wait. Okay. Give me like Give me like a, you have, a few minutes. You have one more to taste, by the way, just to be clear, to be clear. Oh God! You gotta you gotta brush your teeth later. That's getting into the gums. She just gargled it and swished it around. Okay. You ever watch one of those like really grotesque wine tasters? Yeah, that was me. Who they're just like <laughs> like snorting with the wine in the mouth and they spit it. I am a grotesque wine drinker. You don't hear me sip my coffee. I'm like I, I'm a I'm a slurper. Okay, ne- okay. This is what I think. The first cup you gave me. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna reveal the answer until you have the third one. Okay. What's the third one? There's a third one. There's a third one? Yeah, we have three cups. Okay. Two of them are one of Take the drinks, this, one sir. of them is the other. Wait, what? What? There's a third cup? If it was just one versus one, that wouldn't be... Josh, I had no Nicole, idea. Nicole, you said you were special. I am. <laughs> I am, she weeps. <laughs> okay, uh, so what am I supposed to do now? Guess which, which ones were... This is number three and this is number one. Correct. Okay, number one is Pepsi, number two is Coke, number three is Coke. Nicole, number one was Pepsi. Okay. Nicole, number three was Coke. Okay! Nicole, number two was Pepsi and not Coke. Uh, You're a fraud. You can't taste it. I did good. I did. No, you I did got good. two out of three. That's it's confounding. That's 66%. I know that's a D, but D's get degrees, okay? <laughs> Wait, Can hold you on. take these cups out of my Can hand? I say something about- Can I open my eyes? Can I say something I about D's getting degrees? It turns out D's do not get degrees because I got, hold on, turns out in the UCLA Spanish system, yeah, let, let's talk about this right now, a, a, a 73% did not get me the degree. Well, I thought, I, I just assumed, you need a 74% to pass and get the credit. What kind of crap is that? Well, I went to culinary school, it's muy so difficile. grades didn't really matter as long as you just like sweet-talked your chef, so whatever. Uh, no, but I did pretty good. You did pretty good. You, you seemed to get Pepsi right off the bat. I got Pepsi right off the bat just by the smell of it. I smelled it and I knew it was Pepsi. Yeah, but what happened in drink number two then? Because that was Pepsi too. You want to know what it was? Huh. I didn't ask for a palate cleanser. I didn't. You did. Between one and two, you asked for a palate cleanser. But which one did I get right? Wait. You wait. got number two wrong. I got number two wrong. You initially huh. said it smells like Pepsi, but then you panicked and you went back to Coke. <laughs> so special. I got two out of three? I got one out of three? Well, you got two out of three, depending, out of three. depending on how you view success. <laughs> I got two out of three. I think I did good. I don't care. Well, I'm still special. That's not bad. You, you, you did guess it correctly, and I think that's better than... A lot of people do. I've done this taste test with other people who made the same bold claim, and I just walked. I, this is when I was working in a magazine. I walked into their office with Pepsi and Coke, and I had like eight cups. You've done this like, before? Yeah. Oh, and they failed. But I want to do it with you because I want to. I know did you I consider pass, yourself a successor. Did I, fail? I say you failed because you got it wrong. I did. I got two out of three. Okay. I, I consider that a pass. And I'm curious to see how I'm going to do it. Nicole, I need you to engineer the same test for myself. I didn't even see you do it, though. What? I didn't see you do it, though. What do you mean? I'm having anxiety. Do you know <laughs> Can I have an empty cup, please? Oh, okay. close your eyes. Okay, my eyes are closed. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. So the rules are it's two of one and one of another. The two yes, obviously. Well, no, I don't want you to trick me into like three coke because that'd, tri- that'd be tricky. I, my initial thought was like, I'm going to do three straight coke and then I'm going to watch you go, oh, this one's definitely Pepsi. And then I go, ha! Nicole, you're wrong. This is such a high pressure situation for me. I didn't know I was going to be talking and pouring at the same time. Yeah, I know. I'm wondering how this is going to come through in the edit. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, okay, are you ready for your first cup? Where is it? Okay, I'm give me your up. hand. I only drink diet. I have not had regular cola in years. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay, I'm trying to think back to my memories. Also, I get dizzy when I close my eyes. Uh, I'm trying to think back to my memories of my grandma's house, and she would have caffeine-free diet Coke. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I used to do a lot of caffeine It smells like that. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I'm, trying, you, I'm literally try, I'm trying to smell. I'm trying, I'm, yeah. but I'm getting such a familiar. Like it's crazy the flood of memories that come back to me when you just smell a cola. I just hit the mic with the soda. Oh no! Are you gonna belch? Like, it, smell, it smells like the Sizzler buffet to me because okay. I would always just get a bunch of cola at the Sizzler buffet. <laughs> Are you ready for number two, or would you like some water? That that has a bit of a lemony taste to me. Okay. So my first instinct would be to say Pepsi. Okay. Wait, where's where's the cup? Hold on. Can you put your hand like this? Grab I got it. it. I'm okay. drinking them all from the bottom. <laughs> this one smells. It, I could be completely off here, but it smells a little bit stronger of cola. I'm not holding it anymore. Oh, man. I know. Oh, it's man, wild, this is tough. It? Isn't it? Okay. Let me know when you want to hand it off to me. Wait, give me number one back. Okay. Okay, so I'm also tasting, I mean, there's citric acid in both of these. There's citric acid in Coke? There's no, sorry, phosphoric, phosphoric acid. acid. But there's like, uh, uh, there's extra acid in both of these. This is interesting. <laughs> Okay, so number two has more acid in it. Okay. Um, which which could be a function of two things, though. Okay. <laughs> what am I grabbing? Am I no, grabbing the okay. microphone? Just keep, just keep your hand out. It's okay. So number two definitely had more acid, okay. more acidic flavor, at least, in it. So that could be the additional acid in Pepsi, or it could be me tasting the phosphoric acid in Coke because there's less sugar. Okay, I don't know what that means. This is number <laughs> three, okay? Okay. Number. This is number two that you're drinking right now. <laughs> oh, I can't bottle with my mouth. Oh. This is number two. Okay, okay, number two. Oh, boy. Are you going to burp after this? No. Oh, God. Oh, burp. Wait, give me number one. Give me number one again. Give me number Josh, one again. Because just... now I'm trying to track the acid levels. That's what I think the key is. I'm trying to track the acid levels in the back of my palate. Number You're one. You're just trying to I drink free Coke. You're just trying to drink It's nice. I'm going to get a sugar rush. Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Number two and three, I was tasting similar acid levels. One, I think, had a little bit less acid. Okay, so However, I'm going to say that one is Coke and two and three were Pepsi. <laughs> because I taste... Wait. No, no, I'm saying the opposite. Sorry, I'm saying number one is Pepsi, number two and three were Coke. That is my official <laughs> answer. One is Pepsi, two and three were Coke. Okay, number one was Pepsi. Yeah. Number two was Coke. And number three was Pepsi. No way. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's so funny. So what did you get? I, uh, we, we got the same score. And we, not only that, we did the same thing. Oh, nice. Where we accurately identified 
two of them uh-huh. off the bat, but then the third that was the same, we both flubbed. Yeah, I think it's because once you have the colas in your mouth, mm-hmm. it just it just kind of like confuses you. Yeah. Because your mouth is still tingling. Like my like my upper gums are still tingling. Well, that's because I switched <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all tingly. But that said, to me, that says you can't really tell the difference. I mean, we, we could tell the difference initially, but I think once our palates got blown out by all the bubbles and stuff <laughs> and the sugar, I think that's whenever our bodies were like, hmm, it's really, really hard to decipher. But our first guesses were correct for the two out of the three. Yeah. what Did you learn anything from that experience of drinking them blind and just trying to focus on the flavor in your mouth? Um, A little bit. Like, I can just tell the smell of Pepsi is very distinct versus the smell of Coke. The Pepsi has that, ac- like, that acidic, like, acrid scent. Mm-hmm. And then Coke is a little bit more muted. Coke is a little bit... I was going to burp. You asked if I was going to burp, and there it is. And there it is. I'm sorry. We're done. We're done now. We're done with the burping. No, we're You were not. saying, Nicole, you were giving it a student analysis. Please go on. <laughs> go on, Nicole. Be a pro. Be a like, professional. I feel like this is like a college experience for me as someone who went to like be not real college. <laughs> this is like a very college. This is a very fratty experience for me. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what was I saying? Something about acid levels? You were talking about how you can smell the acid in... Yeah, I can definitely smell the acid in Pepsi and Coke has a little... You smell acid or you smell lemon? I don't... Well, they're the same thing almost. Well, but I mean, think think about the smell of... But think about the smell of lemon zest versus the smell of lemon juice. They're like pretty different. Lemon zest, you get that like actual lemon balm. Well, no, it's perfumey. Yeah. But you're saying you can smell actual like acid. I can Interesting. I, I can. Yes, that is true. I believe you. I'm I not mean, trying lemon, to say you don't. It's, uh, they use lemon oil back in the day? Yeah. They don't use it now, though. Well, so we don't know what they use. So there's a lot of stuff. BuzzFeed did this article that was like, this is the one ingredient difference between Pepsi and Coke. And that's mm-hmm. the stuff we were talking about with the citric acid and the additional sugar. However, if you know anything how the FDA works, which you don't, BuzzFeed, it's that you can couch thousands of ingredients under the fl- the term natural, natural flavors. flavors. Yep. And so there's obviously going to be Very some differences true. in that. So they could be using lemon extract. They could be using whatever that you're legally allowed to put in natural flavors and don't have to disclose. Nicole stifled a burp. <laughs> Nicole had to burp, but she didn't let it out. Because- I tried to put it to the microphone so you could hear it. You know, I just wanted to be like a part of the crew. In a t- <laughs> Nicole, you'll be initiated into the frat one Yay! Day. Frat! <laughs> yeah, that's what they do in frats. They go, frat. I was not in a frat, by the way. People think that I was. Um, I Fraternity! I didn't even enjoy the frat parties. They were I the did. worst. UCLA oh my... had the best frats. No, they didn't. Well, oh my, what'd you go to ZBT? Well, that's from someone who like literally doesn't go anywhere. So One I time know. I went to the uh, UCLA ZBT party. What's my... ZBT? It's a, the historically Jewish frat. Oh, no, it's AE Pi. That's there too. <laughs> Z- AE Pi is more Jewish than ZBT. ZBT just kind of has Jewish roots. But anyways, I went there and I made... Uh, everyone deep fried mac and cheese chimichangas wow. at the frat party and wow. they were all very excited about that. Well, who would it be? But anyways, back back to Pepsi versus Coke. Um, the thing that I was getting and that I was trying to track was even though people say Pepsi has a more refreshing acidity or lemoniness to it, I get more acid off of Coke. And again, that can transmit through the phosphoric acid, which is, I mean, any acid, right, is going to taste sour. Bases taste bitter. Acids taste sour. That's just cooking science. Yeah, but aren't there like different forms of acid? Like tartaric acid is different than malic acid mm-hmm. is different than citric acid is different than phosphoric acid. Exactly. And citric acid <laughs> is going to have like a similar a, a, citric acid is basically lemon juice powder. Like, if you yeah. really kind of taste it, like, it's sort of the most uh, essence of fruity sourness. Yeah, it's fruity sourness. Whereas some of the other ones, like tartaric acid, malic oh. acid, we've t- we've tasted those in our oh, weird tartaric acid, job. like, like the back of my, like, my glands are starting to, Brutal. Like, like, jiggle a little. It's a like chemical it. acidity that you almost don't associate with food. 
Warheads. Warhead. Yeah, warheads. Oh. oh, my tongue just started oh, yeah. watering. Yeah, yeah. my mouth is watering. Oh. <laughs> Did you grow up with those urban legends about kids burning holes in their tongues with warheads? Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. why I was afraid of them. I did mm-hmm. it anyways. Yeah. I well, lived dangerously. <laughs> but the thing I was tracking on the Coke was, mm-hmm. or at least that I thought it was until I got number three wrong, was like on the back of the palate, there's more of an acidic sort of like twang. Which one tastes better to you? Coke. Yeah. Coke tastes so much better. Coke tastes so much better to you, right? Yeah. Well, on its own. But I mean, when we're drinking, you're not drinking Coke by, your, by itself. You're drinking it with food typically. No, you know? that's true. That's like, true. Who drinks but- Coke on their own? Oh, yeah, I do. I, I'll, I'll drink like I'll drink soda as like a dessert. <laughs> I'll be like really in the cr- I'll, I'll finish. Okay, so I eat so much spicy meals. Yeah. <laughs> and after a big spicy meal, I need something sweet to calm it down. Yeah. And you know that can be like Nicole. You bought me my tray of Josh's special cookies, so I can have my little cookies after my meal. Yeah. That's a real thing. I don't know if we've broached that on the podcast yet, but but Nicole got me a, a Costco variety pack of kind of like fancy chocolate covered cookies. Because every day he would go to me, hey, can we just buy some like snack cakes? I would like. A I wouldn't small... say can we buy them. I'd say do we have any <laughs> single bite snack cakes? So he he used the word single bite snack cakes. So I said, you know what? I'm just gonna get this guy a tray of freaking Costco cookies, and he loves them. He munches on them all the time. Oh, I have the best time yeah yeah yeah. i had the best time i am an easy easily manipulable child <laughs> yeah uh, and you're gonna be such a great uh, m- uh manipulative mother one day i uh, don't say that no in a good way you gotta man- manipulate kids i don't want to manipulate this I want is my parenting kids to- with nicole and josh False. i want my kids to flourish and be free and do whatever they want, and i want and i want to supplement that with love care and attention no anytime can i criticize all the parents that listen to our <laughs> podcast right now anytime anytime parents are like are like my kid doesn't want to eat vegetables they don't like them i'm like you're an adult they're a stupid child you trick them no no you you have to trick them yeah you have to trick them that's manipulation yeah oh you want to know something crazy yeah my niece and nephew are like obsessed with coke they like love coke they go hey nicole can i have a coke and i say no (laughs) like please i gotta be on my like this so i I did really good in my spelling test i said i don't care and then one time i gave my niece pepsi and she knew that she's six and she goes this isn't coke and I said, look at the color. That's Coke. She goes, no, it's different. Whoa. And I'm like, girl, you're crazy. I love her. She's kids like have more attuned palates. Most, I don't know. Do they? Uh, they're more sensitive, at least. They like, are? Which is why kids tend to, I mean, at least this is what I, I haven't done yeah. the studies myself. I haven't swabbed some children. Um, but kids, they say, l- prefer sweet to bitter. Uh, and they love sour candies because their palates are more easily excitable and sensitive. Yeah. And as you get older, your your taste buds just kind of dull. Know, Dull, like oh my god, my eating with my ninety nine year old grandma is hilarious. She's like, Granny, do you like the pizza at BJ's restaurant and brew house? And she'll just go like, I don't taste anything anymore. Yeah, and be like, that's great, grandma. Yeah, one time I was hanging out with my grandma, and I'm like, Hey, do you taste it? I'm like, I'm like, Hey, doesn't that taste a little salty? She goes, Honey, I haven't tasted anything since like I was seventy four. And I said, What? She's like, yeah, the older you get, you lose your sense of taste and sense of smell. And I'm like, what? I hope that never happens to me because that's my whole life. It might be a beautiful release, though, right? Like the fact that we 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 spend our entire lives chasing <laughs> new tastes. Well, I, but I didn't. I was gesturing. <laughs> Gotten to touching I, me I will never touch a coworker. That's the Josh guarantee. He almost voluntarily touched me. Like, that's crazy. No, that was not a, a. That was just me gesturing into the wide world. No, no, no. That, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, keep going. But I think you know. At, at some point, like we need to be released from our prison of chasing down new tastes. You think like you mean like as culinary professionals or just like. Uh, well, general, I, but humans? I think you and I, you and I both would have 
even if we didn't do this as a job, we would constantly be looking for the best new restaurant, trying to find a better yeah. version of this dish, trying to cook a better version of this dish. Yeah, always. Imagine one day just being released from that. You wow, can't that taste. sounds so great. You can just enjoy all your other hobbies. You don't even have to cook anymore. You just boil zucchini. It's a prison of my own design. I know. It's a beautiful prison that I, I love. I asked for this. Okay, so Coke versus Pepsi. I think yeah. we both established there are differences, but we both did struggle Amid drinking them yeah. side by side, I yeah. think we both nailed the two differences right off the bat. Yeah. And from slightly different angles, which is interesting. So there definitely is a difference, and people can taste the difference in a truly blind taste test scenario, though. I don't think a majority of, like, Americans Probably would be not. able to. Yeah. Wasn't there a test that didn't literally Coke and Pepsi do this exact same thing, like, in the 80s or something? Or, like, the 90s? There was, like, a huge ad campaign where they would have people, like, lined up outside, and they'd be like, hey, taste this. No, taste this. Really? Yes. I didn't know about this. You're kidding me. You know everything. I know. You'd think so. Josh, you know No, I, I know they did like the, what was it? The new Coke. Coke did a full like flavor and can redesign in the 80s. No, let me. I was really mad about it. In 1975, they did, Pepsi did something called the Pepsi Challenge, a blind taste test showing more people preferred Pepsi over Coke. It was a huge ad campaign. I'm surprised you didn't know about this. No, that's really interesting. Though. So that was actually what led to, um, we're, we're Googling it now. Yeah. That is actually what led to Coke doing the redesign into new Coke, Yeah. Uh, which was like one of the biggest flops in history. A fun fact I do know mm-hmm. uh, independently on my own about Coca-Cola and mm-hmm. why, I mean, one of the reasons they're such a transformative company, they invented the freaking coupon. What? It is the first documented use of a coupon in like two years after the drink came out. Uh, John Pemberton was just like in magazine or in what the newsies, the serials, the Nickelodeons, the talkies, whatever they called <laughs> like newspapers, local n- newsletters and stuff. Uh-huh. He just put in a thing that just said like redeem this for one glass of Coke. That's amazing. God yeah. bless him. And that and that is how I mean now that transforms into my lovely girlfriend walking into the Bed Bath & Beyond Aww. with a gallon Ziploc just full of coupons. Your girlfriend and I do the same exact thing. And it's I'm like, always it's em- like a huge stack. You just go, there you go, there you go, there you go. And I'm always embarrassed about it until... You should never be embarrassed. No, because the cashiers are like in on it. They, they get excited about they the coupons. They love it. They like try and find you more. Yeah, They're they just go, like, give me a some. whole stack, honey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you that's incredible. You should embrace the coupon lifestyle. When <laughs> I was little, I used to clip them all the time. I used to, I mean, I was, uh, I still keep the Carl's Jr. coupons. Oh, we have so many El Pollo Loco ones in my house. Oh, two for $3 so on the Western Bacon Cheeseburger? Yeah. With a nice glass of Coke and not Pepsi? Yeah, Coke and not Pepsi. Okay, right, like, you still, even knowing they're they're very similar and knowing that you got flubbed, and I did too, on the last taste test, you go into a restaurant and they say, is Pepsi okay? What do you say? Because I love and care about restaurant workers, I'll always say yes. But in my core, I'm like, no. Yeah. But I don't mind, you know? I understand why they choose Pepsi. I mean, I don't understand. I don't know why. Maybe it's cheaper? I don't know. I don't know. That, that, I, don't know I mean, that's all a weird business decision with contracts and stuff. Like, yeah. McDonald's uses Coke. You know, Taco Bell, I mean, like, Mountain Dew is an independently bottled thing. Yeah. Um, and so is Dr. Pepper. And But they do Pepsi because PepsiCo has some sort of relationship to Frito-Lay, yeah. which has some sort of, you know, all that stuff is really complicated. But you go to, like, an independent restaurant and you go, like, can I have a, a Coke or a Diet Coke? And they say, is Pepsi Okay. You always got to say, yeah, don't make life complicated. No, 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 no. I go, actually, can I get an unsweetened iced tea? Wow. That's my flip. Because I, I do prefer, I mean, the branding of Coke. I prefer everything about it. The look, the feel, the feelings that it inspires in me. It could be because there was like a LeBron James Coca-Cola commercial mm-hmm. in 2006 or something yeah. that I remember. But all of that, you know, knowing that they're very, very similar, 
I did find Coke a little bit more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, when you're reaching for a soft drink, right? It's not all about taste. It's about the branding. It's about all the memories that you have built up. It's about the bubbles. It's about. <laughs> it's all about the bubble gymnastics. Yeah, gotta help with the gin- digestion. <laughs> no, but my question is, when are we doing Sprite versus Seven Up? <gasps> Sprite versus Seven Up. Find out next week on a hot dog is a sandwich. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Nicole. It's still, I thought they were gone, but they're back. They're back. They're back. (laughs) Okay, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Opinions Are Like Casseroles. What was that? Where were you on that? Hello, Whitney Houston. Wow. <laughs> what range? Uh, okay, okay. First up, first up. Wait, first up. Do you think that there's something wrong with my body, the way that it produces gases? No. Okay, that's just normal. But I do burp like more than, I think what it is, is I start my day with a lot of yogurt. I'm talking about 12 to 16 ounces of I yogurt. don't need to know this information. And then I think it's Thanks the dairy sh- kind of... Thanks for sharing. <laughs> I, I don't the- want to know. Neither do, do the fans. I think the dairy kind of... Okay, anyways... <laughs> First up, we got at CBenj15, margarine is nasty. Um, (laughs) This is polarizing. I taste margarine. It's like the way that I I love eating fresh cherries, right? A good fresh Rainier or Bing cherry or Morello. Ugh, delicious. I also love the flavor of cherry-flavored candy. (laughs) To me, they're different. Margarine is like fake butter-flavored spread. Yeah, Which is still delicious to me. Yeah, margarine has its uses. I don't love it. I don't want to eat margarine. I um, glazed a steak, and we had a bunch of margarine in the fridge in the mythical kitchen. I was like, I want to use it up. And so I glazed a steak in margarine, and that was great. It tastes like movie theater popcorn. It tastes like movie theater popcorn to me. Yeah, I don't have an issue with margarine. Again, always use butter when you can. But like, if you have like a recipe that's like vegan, or like if you're doing mm. kosher cooking, like that's fine. Yeah. Here's also, margarine. margarine cheap, cheap, cheap as all hell. Cheap, very cheap. Uh, <laughs> and so, definitely a great money saving thing. And man, I, I like it on toast. It's great. Chowmania says Biscoff cookies and string cheese are the perfect pairing. You're welcome. Okay. I mean, this is uh, this sounds doable. To me, Biscoff cookies are absolute god tier. Biscoff is good with anything. It's good with anything. It's pretty much good with anything. I don't think this pairing, I don't think the pairing is what I'm after with the string cheese and Biscoff. I would like them separately. Uh-huh. I would like to eat a nice savory meal of stringed cheese. <laughs> Uh, like in your lunchbox. Yeah, yeah. You finish with the string cheese. You, like It's like coursing out a seven-course you know, French fine dining meal. That's right? all lunchboxes are. They're yeah. seven-course dining meals yeah, yeah. just in a box. You start with your little crudite, right? You get the carrot. You get the celery in there. you know, And then you move on to like you know the entree. Maybe there's a little appetizer of, I don't know, what do kids eat? Potato salad? No. <laughs> Chips? If you're giving your kids potato salad in 2021, please reevaluate your life choices. My kid's going to come to school slopping with a lunchbox full of potato no, salad. No, no. Your kid's going to come with like mocky hand rolls and stuff. Yeah, because I love them. Yeah, wasabi peas like artisanal jams. <laughs> <laughs> I made my own confiture. Uh, yeah. And then you get your Frito Misto with the potato chips. Is What's, and then you move on to the Andre. Frito miso, like a mixed fried platter that you might get at the beginning of a meal. You, you, you calamari. What, what does that have to do with the kid's lunchbox? We're talking about how it's like a full coursed out meal. Who is putting? You your crudite, your Frito miso with the <laughs> potato chips. It's just like a nice oh, little fried Oh, the Frito miso is the potato yeah, chips. Yeah, or if you get the munchies with the sun chips and the Doritos, oh, yeah, that's a true that's miso. A bit, that's a little bit more miso for yeah, me. Yeah, that's a little bit yeah, yeah. miso. And then you got your entree with the sandwich. Yeah, we got a ham and cheese. 
A beautiful, yeah, it's kind of like a, a deconstructed croque monsieur. Mustard on the side. Yeah, and then and then you go onto your cheese course. You know, the kid's probably drinking a little wine because it's lunch. You, you know? mean a pouch of <laughs> Capri Sun or something? Yeah. yeah, and then you get to the real dessert, which is a nice Biscoff cookie. So to me, they're not a pairing, but they're a progression. <laughs> You're so funny. That was one of the dumbest conversations we ever had yeah. on here. At Candy Vicky 13. I like dipping bread and butter in cornmeal. Sue me. Do you think they mean cooked cornmeal or raw cornmeal? <laughs> well, it's obviously raw cornmeal. <laughs> cooked cornmeal turns into polenta and our grits. They're scooping up polenta with bread no, and butter. No, no, no. They just take the, they literally just go yoink and they um, throw it in there. I mean, eating raw cornmeal and bread, the closest thing I can equate this to is a Chicago deep dish pizza. Okay. Think about it. Huh. Because you get, no. you, you get, you're probably oil in the pan. You put the cornmeal on the bottom so it doesn't stick. There's probably cornmeal in the crust. And you get, I can see, I can see this just adding like a nice texture. And if you leave the cornmeal in your mouth long enough, it turns to polenta. Candy Vicky, you can send me your lawyer's information and we can talk about the uh, what arbitration process. Was that, was that good? Was that good? That was good, yeah. Arbitration. Uh, that's a word. I, I read a lot of John Grisham books when I was a child. A lot of upsetting themes in them too, that were, were too upsetting for my young child uh-huh, brain. Uh-huh. Um, but arbitration is a legal word. Okay, yes. Uh, s- uh, see you in court. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. Georgian U. Jr. says, what defines a Philly cheesesteak? The Philly? The cheese? The steak? The bun slash vessel? I think it's all-encompassing. Mm. A Philly cheesesteak must contain, in my opinion, meat, bread, and a long roll. It's got to be a long roll, it's right? It's got to be long. Mm. And, uh, you know, some people don't like cheese, but I think it needs cheese. Yeah, because, I mean, you can't order, like, a plain steak, and I think you could still say, like, hey, you want to get some cheese steaks, even if you are ordering a plain steak. Yeah. I think it's just got to be shinly, thin, shinly thaved, shinly <laughs> thaved beef, some sort of thinly shaved beef. That's said, yeah. these places will also likely do chicken steaks, but, like. They do? I yeah, it's just, like, real thin shaved chicken breast. I don't want that. I don't want I don't want I don't know if you're, like, if you're, like, trying to not eat red meat, and you just get a bunch of, like, thinly shaved chicken meat with American cheese steamed and onions. That's, like, still a pretty tasty meal. But it doesn't feel no, right. No, doesn't no, feel it doesn't feel right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think thinly shaved beef doesn't necessarily have to have cheese to be a cheesesteak, in my opinion. I, I, agree. I know. Yeah. It doesn't need cheese. It needs the the long bun and the thinly shaved meat. Yeah, that is cooked on a flat top because there's a lot of other sandwiches that do something similar, like mm-hmm. you know the uh, the Chicago beef sandwich. I've never had Baltimore it. pit beef sandwich. Never had that. Uh, a French dip maybe oh, on an oblong roll. A lot of that. Yeah, but I think it needs to be raw steak that's cooked on a flat top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then doesn't need onions necessarily because you know, obviously get it plain. But I think the long roll is a key. Like if you yeah. put that in focaccia, I don't believe that's a cheesesteak anymore. That's I think a it needs sandwich. to be. Yeah. 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 God, I want a cheesesteak. Oh my God. Can we order from Philly's Best? I don't they know do, why we don't. Dude, Philly's Best does really good work. I don't know why we don't. Man, we should make some calls. At MJ McD, cold baked sweet potatoes are superior to hot baked sweet potatoes. Yes. This is a really good opinion. This is a really good. Yeah. I was just thinking about this because someone wrote an article. It was, it might have been Eater, and it was like, this is the real best summer treat. And it was just like a frozen sweet potato. I think people freeze them and then they bake them from frozen. I think that's what Oh, really? Yeah, I think well, that's no, what Well, no, but this article is just saying like roasted sweet potato, pop it in the freezer, eat like a frozen oh. banana. Oh, interesting. And I think it'd be really good. And yeah. I I was doing, this is when I was on a weird, not bodybuilding kick, but I was like, you know, I, I had the hernia. Let's talk about my medical history and okay, my bowels ahead. again. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. When I had the hernia and I like came out of that and I couldn't work out for a year and I mm-hmm. got back into working out, I was trying to be that person who would eat Greek yogurt and sweet potatoes all the time. Oh, wow. And that did not last very quickly. Um, That's but hard. That's I, a hard lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's brutal. But it, I, it was a nice, it was a fun month to kickstart the fitness journey back. Um, but what I would do is I would roast a sweet potato 
uh, for just like a long time in the skin, in the jacket, but like poke holes in it. So you're releasing the steam Mm -hmm. and it gets so just fudgy and sweet and delicious. And I'd put that in the fridge and just eat this ice cold. It's like ice cream. It's like ice cream. It's like it's like pudding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would let. I think there need to be more sweet potato based desserts. I love sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Love sweet potato fries. I love baked sweet potatoes. I love sweet potato mash. Yeah, sweet potato casserole with the with the marshmallows. Marshmallows. I'm not a big marshmallows person. Mm, I love the marshmallows. Well, <laughs> what the accent is this marshmallows? I don't know, but I've not made from it, Estonia. <laughs> I guess I made it a lot of times though, but like I'd prefer not to eat it. Yeah, you kind of make it out of obligation. I what I don't like are sweet potatoes in dishes that like aren't sweet typically. Mm. Like, what if like you're having a stew with sweet potato chunks? I like sweet potato soup. I've never had sweet potatoes. Don't like that. I do love though. Like, uh, you'll put like kabocha in a lot of like Japanese soups, getting that one little bite. But if it's like an every bite thing, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but this is a great opinion. Good job, M. Jade McGee. Yeah, we love you. Our guy nine. M&M's and Skittles eaten together are amazing. It's like eating chocolate fruit. Uh, this literally is a meme where someone says, have you seen the meme when no. someone's like, I have a bag of M&M's and a bag of Skittles and then pours them both and says, let the chaos begin. <laughs> so uh, I've actually had them together and I'm just not a big fan because Skittles are really acidic. So I just don't like these two together at all. But I think it's funny how like you like this person likes to do this for themselves, like the chaotic knowledge, like mm-hmm. they love chaos themselves. I love that. Yeah, they're they're engineering their own chaos for exactly. their lives. Just make things Engineered more interesting. Chaos, yeah, that's really beautiful. Um, uh, no, the thought of this is nightmarish to me. Mostly because I have soft teeth and eating Skittles scares me that I'm gonna put out pull out a filling. Yeah. And if I'm if I'm jumping in thinking like you're gonna have some delightful chocolate in your mouth, and then it's, it's freaking lime Skittles. Woo! Get out yeah, of here with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a fan, but I love that you found something that you really enjoy. That's important. Keep doing that. At Frank Lamarca. Ketchup on potato chips is good. Yeah, it is, It is good. I agree. I like it, too. (laughs) I'm a big fan. I've done this before more than once. Yeah, I have, um, I'll say it. I I mean, I'll just just make toast and dip it in ketchup sometimes because all I want is a starch as a vessel for ketchup. Well. (laughs) You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to agree agree with it. Yeah, I don't. One cycle to another says Lofthouse cookies are the superior cookie. Okay, let's talk about Lofthouse cookies. Uh, explain Lofthouse cookies for uh, folks who don't know. They are the cookies that you see at the store that are uh, kind of like white tan, and then they have a beautiful pink sprinkle circle. Was that pretty good? Is that a good way to describe that tracks, it, everybody? That yeah. For me. Okay. And uh, some people, they are very polarizing. Some people are obsessed with them. They think they're the best cookie ever. Some people think they are nasty and disgusting. I actually really, really like them. I love the texture of them. I think they're nice and sweet. They're a cute little tree, and they just, they're a nostalgic, beautiful little thing. And they're easy, they're accessible. I don't really see them as a problem at all. <laughs> are people seeing them as a problem? The plague, some the blight people, of Lofthouse some cookies. Some people hate them. I can see that. Um, when you were a child, Nicole, yes. you, you were in a school, in elementary school per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did kids like bring in if it was their birthday? Did they like, bring in treats to share with the class? I don't remember because I've disassociated from that part of my life a lot. Oh. Yeah, I don't Do you want to unpack your childhood traumas here right no. now? Okay, that's fair. No. Uh, at some point, there was, there was a seismic shift where people were bringing in mini cupcakes to eat for oh. the birthday. Yeah, people used to bring mini cupcakes and stuff all the time. But I remember a distinct seismic shift between third and fourth grade. It switched from, I swear to you this happened. What? It switched from mini cupcakes to Lofthouse cookies. And mm. then every kid was bringing Lofthouse cookies. Mm. We didn't bring anything because we were poor. And my parents <laughs> would say, it's your birthday. They should be giving you treats. And then I'd have to tell that to my classmates. See, see, that's your parents had a good smart. point there. <laughs> they had smart. a good point there. 
Uh, I, I do enjoy it. What I enjoy about it is that the cookie isn't sweet. It's just, it's just bread. Yeah. The cookie is just bread. And then it's, it's got the sweet, the super it's sugary. It's hydrogenated oil bread. Yeah. It's like, I remember Trevor, who has a degree in pastry. We were trying to get him to sort of diagram out what Lofthouse is. And he's like, it's kind of like a biscuit if you just like blended the dough together, but like also has a little bit of like a short crust texture. Yeah. He's right. Like it's it. an undefined disc of barely sweetened hydrogenated oil filled dough. And that compounding with the ultra sweet frosting, it's mm-hmm. a le- it's a lovely experience for me. Yeah, him. I don't know why it gets so much hate. Yeah, pop in the microwave for twenty seconds don't and mash it with a spoon. No, no, don't have to do all of them. <laughs> why do you mash your food? I like pa- I like pastes. Paste. I like eating pastes. Uh, I love pates. I love any sort of paste. Gruel, big gruel guy, trying to make gruel sexy again. You know, um, yeah, any f- sort of porridge, I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah, you know, puddings, paste, porridge, gruels. <laughs> That's the world that I like to live in. <laughs> Nicole is verklempt. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Go ahead. Did you eat glue as a kid? No, I did not eat glue. I um I like nice tasting pastes. Glue is oh. it's salty, but I, I, I didn't it's not what I was into. But know? I had a, my best friend ate play doh. How do you know it's salty? Oh, because I ate, I tried it. I didn't like I of course I tried glue when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. So I guess your your question, did you eat glue as a kid? Yeah. But I didn't eat it often. Like I tried Play-Doh, I tried glue, I tried the glue stick, I tried, the, <laughs> I tried like the little glitter art things, you know. But I, I didn't like eat them consistently. They were okay. all one and done for me. Where I was like, this isn't as nice as real food. I want to try everything. Yeah, I want ever, to try everything. You ever bite into a crayon? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was a big fan of that. Yeah, yeah I, well, I like the texture of crayons, but yeah, I, the me, flavor <laughs> is lacking. I would never eat it. I would just, I just like would bite them in half and then bite the other half in half. <laughs> like I like, I like the way it felt in my mouth, but I would never eat it. I would just snap it with my teeth. I, I'm ex- a, a pen cap chewer. Oh, oh one time. That's oh, that's the best food. Pen oh. caps. <laughs> Wait, Josh, one time I was sucking on a pen and then the ink ex- like came out and exploded in my mouth and it was all blue. It was so embarrassing. One more. Let's do one okay, more yeah, yeah. actual. Let's get some actual cookery knowledge in here. At Kang at 0989, onions can be sauteed in butter or oil, but mushrooms should only be sauteed in butter. So this is false. Um, mushroom cookery to me, I, I'm a huge fan of roasted mushrooms, like just in a pan. Huge uh-huh. fan of roasted mushroom based sauces, all that. I believe the correct way to do this is mushrooms should be seared in a neutral oil at a super hot temp. Okay. Because to cook mushrooms properly, especially some bigger chunks, you need to hit it with super high heat. Yep. Otherwise, the moisture is going to leach out and you're going to get steam. And butter can't handle, unless you, I guess, using ultra-clarified butter. Yeah. Butter has trouble handling high heat because it separates and burns and browns. If you want brown butter in there, that's cool. But I'm trying to taste the mushrooms, bro. Uh, so, no, I think you should sear mushrooms in a super hot neutral oil. And then as you're finishing them, drop the butter in the pan for the last, like, 20 seconds. That's a great idea, too. I like to combine the both. I take a knob of butter mm. and I put some neutral oil, like some avocado oil. And then I cook it like that so I get the flavor of the butter and I get the high heat of the neutral oil. That's why I – so many people do that in recipes. And I just like never have been the person who combines I butter and oil. I love doing that. You, you get the best of both worlds. I, lo- I that's my favorite way to cook. Also, avocado oil, big fraud industry. Oh well, I just said avocado oil because everyone says it has a high smoke point, but I'm just using vegetable oil. Like, <laughs> like you should just know. What that. a low stakes thing to lie about. I don't know, man. I want to be like, I want to be like cool. Also, don't uh, children, if you're listening, please do not eat 
uh, school supplies. Yeah, learn from what Nicole yeah. and I did. One shout out to the listener who sent us a message that we shouldn't uh, say the earth is flat on the podcast because now the kid thinks the earth is flat. When have we said that the earth is flat? Uh, I don't think it was a we thing. I think it was more of a oh, me okay, thing. If I'm being honest. I was joking. Yeah, yeah, the earth yeah. is obviously we, round. We shouldn't talk about the flat earth. All right. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions Night Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or and Hendy Zada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, you can hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We'll see you next time. The are, earth is round. Are you B.O.B. now? What? B.O.B. thinks Kyrie, Yeah, B.O.B., Kyrie Irving, Shaq. Kyrie Irving? Yeah, they're all flat earthers. Who is that? What do you mean who is Kyrie Irving? V has a huge crush on Kyrie Irving. I know who Kyrie Irving is. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs>